Hi, hello. Welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is June 22nd, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I am doing overall good. Day is good. You know, we're kind of going with this when I kind of hit this like, you know, little staccato or whatever. Um, emotionally, not great. You know, just for reasons, it was a it was a long day, longer than it should have been for my favorite day of the week. But that's okay. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where you kind of have to do the whole math when you clock out and you get home and you take some deep breaths, if you will. Um, it, it's part of the reason I like this process is that obviously, like you know, hopefully you come here for my my weird wonky commentary on news things and happenings, but um, hopefully you know you'll like the 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 the, the personal banter part, the bloggy part, because for me I just kind of realized it, it it just became integral for me at least for this. So um, you know, hey, so it's just sometimes not every day is gonna be the best, and that's okay. I, I I've I've learned to take stock in things. And really, you know, be happy with the good. Like I'm very happy to be alive, and I, I think that's 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 a thing. It's something you should not take for granted. That's something you don't forget. You know, uh, not not to be that guy preachy preachy, but you know, once again, this is kind of for me. <laughs> a lot of this stuff is sometimes a little bit of an affirmation. <laughs> I have I get to put it in stone, you know, if you will. But. uh but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Obviously, I'm getting right into the personal corner. No food. How rude of me. Uh, I've, I've been sadly doing the usual living off of energy drinks. Uh, just up to no good. Eating just terrible things. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I burger, hot dog, fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I want to I want to whine about... Um, I had a, at my local Kroger for like a week and a half, I had a sriracha shortage. Every time I was in the aisle, I'm like, what's going on? Like I was chasing my tail. I'm like, I know it should be here. What's happened? And it happened to me like twice. And I was like, what? So finally, you know, with bated breath, I, I go in last weekend and they have it. And it's a new brand and I'm already suspicious. It just... It doesn't look right. It's different. There's no jumbo equivalent. I'm like, this is not my sriracha. Now, granted, I know I shouldn't really be that beholden to it. At the end of the day, it is just another version of, like, tomato paste and some chilies from, like, San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, whatever. But, like, you know, you're used to the flavor. And this is more or less the same, but it is, it's a bit different. The recipe's different. There's an ox on it now as opposed to the, what is it, the rooster? So, you know, I have thoughts, I have concerns, but I'll take what is given. I was just happy to see my sriracha bottle. I was, I was compensating with like the bibibop yum sauce and like chili flakes. I I was on some MacGyver shit with the, with the condiments, but (laughs) we may do. All right. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Enough foods, enough condiments, uh, enough tears let's let's get into some well, maybe not maybe there are some tears tears for baby there there's some things to cry about i guess it's kind of an emotional day maybe for some um but yeah let's 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 talk about that um from abc news titanic submersible what a catastrophic implosion means and what officials found 
Um, also, another article we're going to source from the NPR. The five men who were aboard the wrecked Titan subbed uh, loved adventures and taking risks. Now, this is an update on the situation about the Titanic expedition, uh, about the five you know, individuals who were involved in that, you know, we've talked about it a couple times. I was kind of thinking like, okay, well, maybe we'll wait until the weekend, see. But I mean, at the same time, it was suspected that, hey, they're going to run out of air around Thursday morning. So another thing I've kind of learned doing a little bit more research and listening is that there was another function that potentially could be used is that like there was like um. I think like a potential like implosion thing. Um, and maybe I'm wrong about that. Like I might be interpreting the information wrong because there's a lot of like breaking news or whatever. But um, essentially what it seems to have happened is they had found some debris. Um, and um, I guess we can do, let's, let's do some reading. Uh, a submersible carrying five people while on top, uh, sorry, while on a trip to the Titanic wreckage suffered a, Catastrophic implosion. U.S. Coast Guard uh, Rear Admiral John Malger said at a press conference on Thursday, a remote-operated vehicle found debris from the OceanGate Titan submersible tail cone approximately 1,600 feet from the ship. Um, I also believe that they found this debris around the area where they last lost contact, so it's kind of believed that maybe... Um, this implosion um, is what caused it. And I kind of wanted to stop myself there in terms of the top because I'm like, oh, I don't want to get into how this happened because that's not known yet. Let me not do any conjecture because I think some people are saying like, oh, well, maybe it, it went down this way or that way. But no one knows. This shit literally is unfolding now. But um, yeah, I mean, it is a very sad situation. You know, any loss of life is, I, I, you know, let me, let me get that, you know, off the jump. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I do try to do the whole edutainment shit. Um, but that being said, you know, I, I also do air out my feelings on a lot of things on this podcast. It's, it's part of what I do. It's part of the appeal or whatever the fuck you would say about this podcast. It's, it's, it's what the thing I do, but, um, like, yeah, like these are people who paid $250,000 each to, get into this submersible crisscross applesauce. And um, also, mind you, too, they signed a waiver where I think at least at three times they say, you could die doing this, by the way. Like, you could die. And, I mean, granted, we all sign things like that. Like, I mean, I'm sure if you're a skydiver, hey, you signed that. You've done that. <laughs> um, but once again, I've said my piece in terms of, you know you wouldn't find me in the submersible. You know what I mean? No shot. Uh, especially when you learn more about the details I've learned this wasn't even a certified submarine or submersible, if you will. Uh, essentially, th there's you know a group of individuals who you know work on submarines, like you know they they maintain the pedigree, whatever the standard, and um, essentially uh, this OceanGate group was like, ah, we don't want to run our submersible through that because we are doing like an innovative thing, and we don't want like people to like tell us our submarine isn't up to grade because we're doing some cutting edge shit. I'm paraphrasing this, but like that was the energy they're putting out here on their website. And it's like, 
no, you guys are cutting corners so that you can literally do magic school bus trips to the wreckage of the Titanic. You Like, they are cutting costs. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, they kept using, they keep using the term minivan. Like, they compare the submersible to, like, a minivan. But, like, the whole experience when you even get inside the cockpit, like, compared to other submarines where you have so much backup, you have so much, like, protocol, like... These people were literally on, like, one-way communication text messages. They did not have, like, on-seat, like, navigation. They were literally using, like, a modified Xbox controller. This shit was a bad scene. And, like, everyone signed papers and said, let's go. That's that's crazy. Not to... Ugh. Not to mention there have been other people who have done this because they've been at it for a while. Not to mention adding that... You're running the submersible in deep depths, deep, dark depths. There have been times where this thing has gotten lodged and stuck. And they're like, oh, yeah, we just figured it out. We worked it out. Or, like, there's been, like, problems when they've, like, gone to load up. And they're just like, oh, you know, we almost, like, fell. And it was kind of crazy and scary, but we were fine. Like, people have almost lost their life time and time again. And then this finally happened. So it is... To me, a sad situation. That is how I will, you know, per se it from my perspective. It is a sad situation. But, um, yeah, man, you wouldn't catch me doing that shit. But uh, that being said, I did want to at least say that, you know, the names of the people. Make sure we, you know, covered that part because I do think it's important. I mean, this this was news that I was, once again, doing water cooler talk. Obviously, I'm sure if you were tuning in, you've seen the fucking memes. There's memes galore about this shit. However you feel about that. Um... Let's see. The passengers included Brit- British businessman Hamish Harden, uh, Pakistani investor Shahzada Dawood, and his son Suli Dawood, uh, French diver Paul Henry Narglet, and OceanGate CEO Stockton Rush. Um, I did just get a story too confirming what I kind of heard from like Twitter too about um, the son Soliman. He uh, is, like, 19 years old, I believe, like, a graduate or, like, you know, in college, what have you. And, like, he really didn't want to go on the trip. It just didn't sound appealing to him, I'm assuming. And maybe he was just doing the threat assessment problem. Like, oh, I don't like this. Um, but he wanted to do it for his dad. And, I'm, and I get it. Like, these, these, all these guys involved are, like, heavy into it. Like, I know with the, like, diver guy... Uh, who I believe is like the pilot, um, you know, he's, he's done, he was called Mr. Titanic, you know what I mean? Like, who the fuck else they're calling Mr. Titanic other than him and James fucking Cameron, you know what I mean? Who also chimed his two cents in, and even he was throwing shade, so if you're gonna come for me, you're coming for the, the creator of Avatar, by the way, so just, just be fair, be forewarned, we are in the same, we are rowing the same boat, okay? Okay, just for the record, um, but yeah, I mean, shit's fucked up. Uh, be careful. Like, if you're paying this much money, please, please, like, make sure they're not doing weld sprockets from, like, auto parts, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you should be in the most official shit. I want you to be in subnautica situations, my guy, if you're going to be this adventurer. You know what I mean? Same thing for, like, a skydiver. 
right? That's what they call it. Yeah, sky, sky, skydiver. So it's such a weird thought to me. <laughs> but like, I would want you to be in the best gear if you were gonna, if you were gonna be this guy, this mavericky gal, what have you. If you went to Peggy Hill, at least be in the best equipment because I don't want to see you fall. I don't want to see you hit flat. I don't want to see you in an implosion, okay? So I've gone long here. I'm sorry. This is going to be a long episode. My bad. Um, But let's move along. Uh, There is another explosion. Uh, Uh, CNN. 31 dead after gas explosion at barbecue restaurant in China. At least 31 people are dead and seven injured in the Chinese city of Yingchuan in northwest Ningxia region after a gas explosion at a barbecue restaurant Wednesday night. Um, I think it was like some kind of like, yeah, liquefied gas tank. Uh, this took place around 8.40 p.m. Obviously, that's kind of like one of those eerily kind of weird news bundles I'm hitting you with here because we just had the situation in France, and now we're having the situation here in China, both like gas-related. Now, once again, how I'm interpreting this situation and seeing it, I don't think this was like a domestic terrorism, terrorism situation. I don't think this was like, like I think this was like a, a leak um, but two staffers from the restaurant where, like, I think that, yeah, the, the gas tank was that exploded, uh, two staffers found the valve of gas, uh, had, the gas tank had broken and sent another staff member to buy a new one, according to a statement. The explosion took place as the valve was being replaced. Uh, but I think this has actually, like, led to some arrests? Uh, yeah, the police have detained nine people and frozen their assets, including the restaurant's manager, employees, and shareholders, according to state media, China Youth Daily. So, I mean, that's something that, like, oh, that hit my little alarm bell. Like, that's, ooh, that's scary. That's intense. Um, you know, and I understand because if, if you're going from the perspective of, like, look, if you guys had been more effective, more on it this is your business this is your responsibility so that's why this is happening um but yet again that's kind of why once again i like doing this podcast because it always shows me a bunch of perspectives week to week and it just i don't know it reminds me like hey i gotta look at this and see like hey this country's gonna handle it this way and another country's gonna handle it another way like one's gonna maybe make more sense to me another one's gonna maybe not so you know but it, it does it's like oh shit like i would not expect the whole crew to get fucking done up but then for some reason once i hear the shareholders it goes oh yeah because like they're gonna top to bottom run this all down and say hey who's responsible who's not and and you can also look at it from like a propaganda perspective if you want to like well yeah it shows that they're doing something and g can say hey look like this is really sad this is fucked up we're gonna make sure that this doesn't happen again and you show them making the effort but kind of just like erdogan and the and the um Erdogan and the uh, da, 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 earthquake. Sorry. Um, he immediately did action, but in his situation, it's like, bro, you were part of the problem on that. Like, you allowed this fucking shit to exist and fester. So uh, awkward. Like, why do you do this way too little too late? Um, also, a bit of a tangent. Uh, Biden decided that he wanted to be a little brazy with his talk 
And uh, he called President Xi, because he is a president, you know, at least by definition, by title. He just said, oh, no, he's a dictator. And he was, like, talking about it in a way like, well, um, he let the whole China balloon thing happen. Like, it was, a, you know, an accident he didn't see coming, which is kind of fucked up because, bro, you didn't either. <laughs> like, you were notified and surprised about it, too. And it was in your backyard. But, like... He, you know, more or less just saying like, yeah, you know, dictators do what they do, da 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 type shit. I'm paraphrasing as fuck. But um, then that prompted a huge response from China uh, officials and stuff like that. So that's the news. Um, I'm, I'm just cramming it all in tonight. You know, we're going long. We're going deep. Uh, uh, let's see. The next story is from CBS News Boston. I wish I could have used the initial thing I wanted to use because it was like W, it was 69 news. Like, that's so goaded. What a good ass fucking like news site, news publication. Like, we're blah, 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 69 news. Nice. Fuck, man. Like, I would, oof, I'd do a lot for that. But, um, lawsuit filed against Harvard former morgue manager. Cedric Lodge over stolen body parts. What a fucking mouthful. I need to drink some water. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm, I'm gabbing a lot tonight. A class action lawsuit has been filed against Harvard University and the former manager of Harvard Medical School's morgue over stealing heads, brains, skin, and bones, and selling those body parts to collectors on the black market. Prosecutors involved in the criminal case say Cedric Lodge, the formal man manager of the morgue, is accused of stealing body parts from cadavers donated to the medical school for research. Lodge, along with his wife, um, are accused with selling the dissected, the dissected remains to a Salem woman and two men in Pennsylvania. The suit mirrors the, hold on, I got an ad in the way, yuck. Uh, the suit mirrors the indictment and demands answers as to how this could have happened and why there was not enough oversight to prevent it. The suit also claims Harvard was negligent and failed to safeguard the press's gifts it was given. It also names Lodge as a defendant in the case. Now, I also got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, last podcast on the left, Side Stories, definitely put me on this. So I was super like, just, you know, I was like, wow, I was really just interested in the story. Fascinated even. But um, just obviously, like, they hit a good note about it where it's just like, this is something that, like, this person was exploiting, like, minorities, poor people, like, people literally at their worst moment, because those are usually the people, and you can also add another slice of the people who are, like, like, you could say almost sorely optimistic in the whole process of, like, hey, like, I'm going to be passing away, and I want, like, my organs to go to a good place. I want my body to be, um donated to science, donated to medicine. I wanted to go to a good cause. And yeah, maybe in the operation, like you're just a cadaver in a car rotting for science or something. But still, that is a good cause. That is a noble endeavor. There's that, That's a good thing. Like, um, you know, to, to be that, you know, podcaster. But like when my dad passed away, we donated him to like medical science. We did that 
for multiple reasons to be fucking real like one is my dad wasn't like a very tangential guy i guess you could say like he at the end of the day he was passing away his body was done it was over whatever so he was down to do the most efficient thing and he and i just both kind of shared that like you could bury me in a fucking fridge case it does not matter like as crude as that sounds so you know when the people who are helping him set up everything like that was the process he donated his body to science now do i know what happened to my father no, I don't. I, I got a, a scant amount of remains that were remaining and, and that's and that's where he sits, you know, in his in his you know little living area, whatever. But it, I can't imagine you find out the news that someone literally used your loved one's skin. They they used they, they sold it. They fucking sold it. You know what I mean? Like, Harvard's supposed to be a notable fucking thing. You know what I mean? A fucking good-ass, reputable fucking institution. And within this, rep- you know, this, this institution, this motherfucking guy ran a whole-ass fucking body farm. So, um, yeah, that was fucked up, and I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo, this is such an abyss episode. Like, when I think about it, it's... <laughs> Jesus shit, man. Okay. Um, I got, I got one, I got one more thing to talk about and I'll let you go. And it's, it's not, it's not bad. It's a palate, it's a palate cleanser, I swear. So you have to stick around. You have to hang around. You have to hang out with me while I take my break and then we'll, we'll clear the stack. I promise. back okay from usa today billionaire brawl techie suit up oh wow they really milked it on this title thank you usa today elon musk tweet challenges mark zuckerberg to a fight um so yeah this shit is like some breaking ass news a la thursday my favorite fucking day so i'm glad they gave me a win um but um i guess this stems from talk about I'm just going to paraphrase some of this shit here, but, um, Mark Zuckerberg, um, is coming up with, he's scheming, they're scheming at Meta, okay, they're trying to take over what they feel like is the king, I feel like you can take this in kind of two approaches, TikTok is still fucking dominating in terms of, like, what it can do, its output, what, you know, how the platform works, people eat it up, but then also, like, I feel like in a social conversation space, like, literally people get their news from Twitter, which is crazy, but, I mean, huh, guilty, um, sometimes, but, um, Twitter is a crazy space that people want the market for, you know, it's, it's literally part of the reason why Elon Musk fucking paid out for it, you know what I mean, so he can share his fucking lame-ass fucking memes, and do his fucking shit, and get, and hopefully farm some money, you know what I mean, I guess, and get some attention, he's, lord, he loves that fucking attention, um, (coughs) So I just couldn't pass up the story when I thought about it. I'm like, yo, like they literally are really challenging each other to a fight. That's crazy. Sorry, I'm I'm having a cramp in my stomach. That's love this. Love this day. <laughs> Goblin mode is making is hurting me. These are these are real pop, podcasting problems. I'm talking about it. I'm airing it out. 
dude, actually, like Elon Musk, I should be hitting the gym. That's my problem. Okay, 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 okay. But, um, let's see. Essentially, Elon Musk is, you know, trying to clap back at the idea of threads, which is the new idea that Meta Facebook is trying to come up with. Uh, Essentially, it's supposed to be like a Twitter killer. Uh, which we'll see. I, I don't know. I, I have to see the rollout for it. I'm sure they're just beta testing it now. Uh, I think there's also another thing that might be trying to roll out via Instagram. Uh, so, I mean, we'll see. I, I will say they added on Instagram the music thing on the notes. So I'm kind of using it a little bit more. But sorry, we're kind of shifting into tech news a bit here. While I like stretch in a chair. <laughs> but... um. So they were talking shit, and then someone's like, um, would you fight, like, Elon Musk, or would you fight Mark Zuckerberg? Like, would you fight him, like, challenge him to fight or whatever? And uh, we'll read this quote. I'm up for a cage match if he is. The 51-year-old Twitter owner posted in a Twitter thread uh, Tuesday after striking back at a user's post referencing Zuckerberg's jiu-jitsu experience. Then um, in an Instagram story, Mark Zuckerberg said, send me location. And I looked it up and it's like him like squaring up in his little gear, in his little MMA gear. Now, we've talked a little bit about um, our little lizard, our, you know, our little overlord. He's been training. He's been hitting the gym. And, you know, I have seen at least some of the footage. He can, he can throw his little hands. He can bop. So... The idea that, like, this really could happen is enticing. It's fun to mull over. This is like the celebrity deathmatch you've you've already thought out. I know you have, because I have. You've got to be. If you're terminally online, if you've just got a little bit of that icky brainwash that I have, you've already done the claymation fight, okay? You've actually made it better. I'm sure, like me, you've added, like, Jeff Bezos with, like, a mech suit, and he, like, flies in and kills them all, and then he blows up, and that's like, oh, my God, and then you wake up. <laughs> But, um, you know, this quote-unquote could happen, but um, Vegas Octagon, Musk replied, uh, I have this great move that I call the Rawris, where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. And it's like, okay, and, and you see he's like doing, he's already doing the like nerdy, geeky cop-out thing of like, I'm going to use my charisma to get through this conversation. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be crazy if he really thought? Yeah, I totally am going to meet you there. But of course, this dumbass, nerdy-ass meeting between these dumb rich guys um, is going to like stir the pot. And uh, Dana White's like, oh yeah, totally, yeah, I'll totally sponsor this. Yeah, totally, you, woo, woo, UFC. <laughs> And then uh, Andrew Tate is over here like, oh, I don't know, come to Romania. I, I'm not doing an Andrew Tate accident today. I'm, I'm not doing it. Um, but he's like, yeah, I'm going to train you. I don't know if Elon Musk respond to that. But yeah, whatever, man. That That's news today. That's It's crazy out here. It's, it's, it's brutal. <laughs> I fear. Um, but you stay safe. You cherish life and you love it. That's what we say. That, that, that's the end notes. Um, and on that note, patreon.com says Isaiah News. Uh, if you'd like to support the effort, it gets you newsy status. Not only are you a cool newsy person, but then I also shout your name out on the podcast. 
uh, as well as any project, um, any, you know, thing you're doing, you know what I mean? You just turn me into your little billboard. Ooh, woo. <laughs> uh, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. That's the email if you want to send me some whatever feedback, you know, 90 style. I'm here for that. Uh, Facebook, Twitter. That's right. Both of them. I'm on both sides. <laughs> I can't lose, baby. Uh, then Instagram, uh, what else is there? Um, YouTube. Yeah, let's not forget the YouTube, the Googles, the Google sphere into the Google sphere. Um, I'm there. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. Um, uh, subscribe to that, to that. Yeah. Hit the bell. Um, if you're, if you're an Apple user, that's cool. Uh, do that. Tim Cook versus, um, Who's who's the Android guy? Bill Gates? That'd be cool. Yeah, actually, that'd be a fun fight. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I gotta go. Hopefully, I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.